Hello fam and welcome back to another episode of the Along With My Thoughts podcast. My name is Caroline and I will be your host for today. Um, I hope you are having a wonderful day wherever you are in the world. Right now when I'm recording this, it is currently the 20th of June um, at 10am and tomorrow is my birthday so I'm a bit, I don't know, the, I'm not... I would say that I am not a an old person yet. Um, I mean, everybody is aging, don't get me wrong. There's no offense to old people or to elder people or anything, but there's a certain stigmatization when it comes to age. And even though I say that I'm not stressful about it, you know, it, it's, it does appear in my head from time to time. And I will be turning 19 tomorrow, which is a huge milestone. It's like the last year of being in my 20s. And and then the next year I will be 20. And that's like a complete, completely new chapter of my life. And just like thinking about the number two, you know, the 20s and then the 30s and the 40s. It's just like so overwhelming and I know I know that people often say that when you go from 19 to 20 years old it's like so much different so different of a of a of 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 an emotion I feel like um because for me I don't know I don't know what to do I don't know what I'm doing with my life and to be honest I don't know what I'm going to do when I turn 20 um yet tomorrow I will be turning 19 so it's like it's a it's a bit it's a bit of a struggle of like constantly trying to trying to find something to do to distract myself from that because like thinking of turning 20 and like for me like being an unofficial adult it's like so terrifying um I don't know it's just like it's something wrong with number two I don't know it's 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 it feels so much more pressuring and and stressful in my opinion so but tomorrow I'll be turning 19 so I will have another year before I turn 20 um but with that being said um I'm feeling I'm rather at peace right now I don't have anything like uh worry or I'm not worried I'm not excited I'm not looking forward I I do look forward to tomorrow but for me it's it's another type of looking forward to if that makes sense for me every day passes like an inevitable part of our daily life and so um I don't I don't put too much pressure on tomorrow being like the special day of my life or or you know the my last birthday before I turn 20 or something it's like it's a it's a it's just a day in my life right it's a normal day in my life where I get to do like most of the day where I get to do whatever I want I take ownership of my life every single every other day and not just on my birthday um and so with that realization I have become very very at peace with just like growing older because I know that um regardless if it's my birthday or not or regardless if it's my birth month or not, I will forever be in control of my life. And I feel like you should feel that way too. And um, your birthdays, I mean, it should be a, a special occasion. Don't get me wrong. It's uh, the day you were born, but you have ownership of your life um, on the other days as much as you have on your birthday. You know what I mean? So don't, don't, let it take too much control over you and don't let yourself um 
be pressure about the idea of oh it has to be a special day. I mean, um, most of my birthdays uh, after I turned like fifteen or sixteen, they they were like me doing nothing and me just chilling and my family and I didn't even go out to eat. We just like treated it like another normal day. And for me, I like that idea.、Um, and don't get me wrong, we do try to celebrate. Each other's like birthdays because, like, at the end of the day, it's a special day. But we don't put too much pressure on it. Like,、um, there, I know some people they would go all out. They would go all out on their birthdays, and good for them. But for me, I can go all out on the other day. You know, there's, there's no, there's, no, there's, there shouldn't be、um, reasons limiting you to be yourself to the fullest. So. That's just like my little thinking that I've been doing、um, since a week before my birthday. But anyway, today I will be talking about digital marketing and、um, some of the things that I learned in the digital marketing course that I've been taking.、Um, so for those of you who don't know yet, I am enrolled in a course by Google. So it's a free course, but they do provide certification if you complete it.、Um, so you can go to like Google Garage.、Um, it's like a site where Google offers a bunch of、uh, free courses. Or just like free mini lessons about entrepreneurship, digital marketing,、uh, even machine learning, AI, coding,、um, business analytics, like a bunch of topics. And it is it it is they are generated by Google, so it's a、uh, it's very credible. And、uh, I do recommend you taking digital marketing course. And after this, I I'm thinking of taking the machine learning and the AI. Like the AI course provided by Google in cooperation with a university in in Finland, if not if I'm not mistaken. But you know because they have certification and also they're a great way for me to improve my knowledge and just like strengthen my understanding about this highly developed and technical world that we have nowadays. So it's just a great way to 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 kill the time and to pass the time, especially now that I'm in summer. So. I highly recommend you taking this course. So because of that, I will be ta- talking about some of the things that I realize and something I will be taking moving forward into my career because I do plan to have a career in social media and you know just like marketing on a digital world in general. So this course has been very useful、um, for me personally. But before we get into the content, I do have some updates to give. So I have been making some. Very major progress with my, my with my nutrition. I've been eating very well、um, lately,、uh, meaning incorporating more greens、um, and also being very mindful about my protein intake.、Um, because, like I mentioned in the previous episode, if you haven't listened to it, I mentioned that I recently was ha- I recently became very very passionate about diet, exercise, and just like the health. Aspect of everything. After listening to Dr. Peter Tida,、um, his podcast is called The Drive on YouTube. It's like, it's very, it's very academic and very, very specialized. Don't get me wrong, but if you understand it, you will have tremendous knowledge when it comes to your health, people, people, other people's health, and just like the different. 
metrics that they use to predict if you have a long health health span or a long lifespan or not. So, um, yeah, it's it's very interesting. And although there are his episodes are quite long, but I feel like I I get a lot of information and again knowledge from it. And I recently learned about these significant benefits and um, impact of exercise. Even if it's just like for three hours a week, it's better than nothing. And there are lots of like mechanism where you can look up or just like listen to him talking about exercising was very treat. It was like was was a real treat, you know. It's just he has a lot of knowledge and he also believes and he does what he believes in. He exercises his beliefs and um, it's just more credible that way. And I've been I've been very mindful about first of all my green my fiber intake, greens, vegetables, fruits, um, my glucose intake, obviously, um, and also like the um, the what's that called uh, the protein intake. It's just, it's very important. So. Um, and so far I've been feeling better, um, and my weight has been fluctuating, but positively, you know, um, so that's the first update. The second update is about my paperwork and some of the things that I'm doing, uh, and some of the things that I have, I'm having difficulties with. So I came back to Vietnam. My main goal was to extend my visa, uh, because the Vietnamese, the U.S. Vietnamese visa, um, only lasts for a year and so i have to constantly renew it and extend it so i'm extending my visa and i made a mistake where i don't necessarily fill out my name the way it's supposed to be filled out so i'm like pretty nervous about how they would deal with my information and with the documents that i'm submitting but i'm i'm hoping like fingers crossed that it won't make much of a difference and they will let me have my visa um but if not then that will be another round of resubmitting my information and again some resubmitting the fee so it it would be it would be not not good so i'm fingers fingers crossed that my documents will be passed the way that they are and hopefully there won't be any other miscommunication or you know mistakes because in my head, it's it's very tricky because my name is very it it has four four, um, I don't know, phrases, uh, words, four words, um, and uh, we have like a surname, a given name, and a middle name, um, and the way our names work is very different from the U.S. system. So I'm like constantly having to second guessing. And constantly having to like doubting myself about whether I wrote it correctly or not, but then I still wrote it uh, incorrectly. So it's my fault. But it's like very confusing about the different systems, and uh, I was not taught about it, and it has become a huge problem since coming to the U.S. and just like studying abroad in general. So I do have to like um, narrow down to one single name format that I will be using from now on. So hopefully, fingers crossed that that will be um, fixed soon. 
and I have and I'll have my visa. Um, but another aspect of this whole paperwork is my tax return. Um, I have been doing my tax return return since like January of this year because it's like tax return seasons, right? But uh, this is like completely my mistake. But I signed. Um, my signature where it was not supposed to be signed, and the place that I was supposed to sign, I didn't sign. So, right now, and I'm not in the U.S. now physically, so I cannot physically sign it. So I have to wait until I come back to the U.S. to so that and that's when then my tax paper will be done and I will have my tax return. But it's 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 just like very confusing. Um, and very overwhelming because I feel like with the tax paper, I don't know about you, but there's just like so many places on the actual paper that says sign here. So I don't know where to sign, and I cannot sign every single one of them because like, you know, what if like one of the place it's where I'm not supposed to sign. So it's like very confusing, and nobody teaches us about this. So. I'll have to figure it out on my own, and so I will be reaching out to the IRS to talk about the mistake that I made, and hopefully I would not get fined because of it, or I would not receive any penalties because of it. But it's been very confusing. Um, uh, the last thing, the second to last thing that I wanted to update you guys on is about my investing course. So. Um, I told you, like in addition to learning about digital marketing, I'm also taking an, an investing course with my mom, um, and my course is about to start next week. Uh, this week actually, the twenty fourth of June. Um, and even though I have like mixed feelings because of this course, because uh, when I first came back to Vietnam, I was like very excited. I was like, let's get right into learning about it. But obviously, it's not my course, so I have to follow their schedule. So in the beginning, when I learned, when I knew that this the course would not start until the end of June, like the twenty fourth of June, I was very impatient, and I was not very happy about it. But then I I realized that I have to calm down. Um, I have time. I don't have to rush, rush, rush all the time. Um, and after some doing some shadow work and just some like self talk, I am now more peaceful. I'm now just like more comfortable with just like waiting, you know, um, and just like allowing the universe to give me what I need. Um, And maybe that's the results of me constantly doing the affirmations,、um, but I'm really, really at peace right now, and I can just wait,、um, and I don't have, I don't feel stressed. I even with my visa and my tax paper, I don't feel stressed at all. I I know from the bottom of my heart that it will all get fixed out, and you know it it will all work out in my favor、uh, sooner or later. So it's been. An interesting journey with myself and my some of the beliefs that I've hold so close to my heart, but yeah. With that being said, I have decided that I will be spending most of the time this summer dedicating it to myself and my personal development, and I will not be going anywhere、um, like traveling. I I would not do that. First of all, I don't want to do that. I I hate traveling. I mean, it's an up unpopular opinion, but I don't like traveling at all. I don't like the packing. I don't like the unpacking. I don't like traveling, like like the physic physically traveling and being on the plane. 
it just gives me headache and it gets me very nauseous and I don't like traveling um so yeah I, I would rather not do that um so I will be staying at home doing my own thing focusing on my own personal projects and my own courses that I'm taking um and obviously working on my shadow work and affirmation and self-healing and things like that so it, it, it's gonna be a very interesting summer um yeah so that's uh, the updates but let's get right into the content so the first biggest biggest thing that i learned when it comes to digital marketing after taking that course is about seo and sem so like search engine optimization and search engine marketing if i'm not mistaken but basically they are systems or methods of optimizing your res- uh, your content so f- for example if you have a website right you would want your website to appear very high on the search results so whenever people type something related related to your content or relating to your um, brand you would want your website or your content to be higher on the page the search results page on google just so that people will click on it more right it's like basic understanding so seo and sem they're like especially sem seo is the free version so you just like optimize it by catering your content in a way that appeals to your audience or using relevant keywords or something like that and sem the search engine marketing is the paid version where you have to pay money to appear in the um, the top two slots on the page results. So you know we are all, we are all aware of the the paid section in the page uh, the search results. So I will not be going into detail about that. But basically, SEM for those of you who don't know, it's a, an auction like model where advertisers or business owners who want to make their content appear higher, especially in the paid section. They have to bid money for the higher place in the search results page. So the higher the amount, the more likely they will get chosen to appear on higher places. So that's like a very interesting concept for me because I I knew of SEO, right? I knew of SEM. I knew of the paid version and I knew of the paid section in the, in the search results page. But I did not know about the auction-like model and the different mechanism within it because uh it, it's not just like the higher you bid um the higher you will have the, the the higher the place you will have on the search result it doesn't work that way um the the system the google system i don't know the search engine the algorithm whatever you want to call it it also takes into account your content and your relevance so not only do you have to bit money but relevance and how good of a content you have also matter so uh, sometimes you don't have the highest bid money so for example somebody else's uh, somebody else bids like four dollars per click but you only bid three dollars per click but if you have a highly relevant content a better a, a higher quality content compared to theirs then you will be chosen to appear in the higher place in the search results page. So it's it's very interesting. Um, and learning about this concept or these modules makes me reflect on myself and my behaviors because personally speaking, I don't opt for uh, 
options in the paid research a uh, paid results section because I know that it is paid it is advertisement and because of that I'm not I'm not willing to to click on it just because I will get biased so I will I will for me prefer the organic section the SEO section so like the other search results that don't appear in the page section because in my mind it's more credible and it's more unbiased that way so because i don't opt for the paid options that much um thinking about when i become a business owner or when i become somebody who wants my content to appear higher in the search results page i will make sure to optimize organically um meaning like i mentioned creating my content in a way that tailors to my audience um or making it very highly highly relevant and also choosing the correct uh, and specific and customized keywords will for me in my opinion be better compared to like just like paying um to appear higher in, in the results if you don't have good content then you know you know you would just waste money inviting people into your site but then they will leave and they will not re- remember anything about your brand your business so it's like it's it's not beneficial that way so that's one thing that i learned the second thing like i mentioned about keywords i recently learned that they are very very important and they hold tremendous power over the success of like the visibility and the presence of your business online um and also the keywords that you choose depends on your target audience as well so if your target target audience is more broad like uh male or female or uh when it comes to like certain genders or racial ethnicities if it's like broader that way then your keywords can also be broad as well and i know that for a fact on google or yahoo or bing or other search engines um they have the option for you to choose if you want your keywords to be exact match meaning it will be ex- it will be an exact match to what people type into the into the search engine or it can be a broad match or it can be a phrase so you know you can choose a different um mode your keywords uh can be in so that uh depending on your business size or your company size it will be beneficial for you that way you don't have to waste money um and so but again broader keywords uh are for in my opinion established businesses businesses that are big uh successful and established over a long period of time and they have more audience they have more target like demographics and then your keywords can be broader but vice versa for startups or for businesses that were just established like uh, a while ago then i would recommend you to be very specific with the keywords and diving deep into your demographics like including um gender uh age location hobbies uh ethnicities like be very specific with your audience um and that would help you like limit uh and better target the the audience that you want and then uh yield results because of it um and when it comes to keywords um i know that uh like in the beginning before taking this course i thought that keywords were just 
the words that you typed into like visibly, like the words that you see on the 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 website or just like the content in general. But I learned that keywords they go deep into the code of the whole website and not just on the surface and in the content. So I learned that in the in the actual code itself. You have to also put into the keywords so that the search engines knows that oh that's what it's about that's what the website is about, um, and it would make your website more credible and optimize your website better that way. So it's it's interesting, you know, because we often think of keywords in terms of like for example hashtags and just like the words that we can visibly see and understand. Um, but the machines they don't only just stop that way; they go deep and dive deep within the code, um, and make sure it's also relevant that way. Another huge aspect of um, just like digital marketing is obviously mobile friendly um, users um, and websites because we are using our phones and our tablets much more, and. For different purposes, obviously, and so it struck me that mobile av- advertising is like very important, like so much more important than I think. And because in the beginning, when I think of creating a brand, I only think of creating a website in the in the traditional way, like on a laptop or on a desktop. But I learned that websites can appear differently on your web t- and on your laptop compared to on your phone. So we have to do something so that. The technology can adapt to the changes in the different size, right? Because people don't op- don't always use their laptop to search for things. They use their mobile devices. They use their tablets, their phablets, whatever they're using. So we have to have certain technology that can adapt to that changes in size, uh, because then it would it would create a better user experience, and then that way, um, the search engine will also la- uh, rank you higher in the uh, search results and so it's very interesting because uh mobile friendly and uh, when it when it comes to like just like optimization of your content right i it was very fascinating to me that the ultimate goal was is to create good user experience like when it comes to keywords it has to be relevant right Um, and when it comes to like creating mobile friendly websites, uh, your loading speed matters. Your images matters. Like you have to use smaller images or compressed images. Like the the small things like that, they will make up better user experience, and that in turn will rank your website higher on the search results. So it's it's important. Um, it's like fascinating how smart search engines become. And I originally did not think that it would be this complicated, because I know of uh search engine optimization, but I only thought of it as like optimizing keywords, like choosing the right keywords, right? I did not think that it would dive deep into the code or dive deep into the images or even like you know mobile friendly and things like that. So. It's it's so much more nuanced than we think, and also the last section that I want to touch upon is about the international versus local advertising. Um, so international, it's interesting how uh, different languages. Um, you should have a separate website for your different languages, with a customized domain name. So when it comes to customized domain name, I don't know if you 
aren't aware of it, but there are certain websites that has a dot UK or dot uh German or dot something that specifies that they are for a specific location or specific specific country, right? And that's like what I'm talking about. Like, uh, you can optimize it with choosing a customized domain name that lets the search engine knows that you are only spec specified for a specific location. Obviously, people from around the world can still access uh, the site from UK, but UK people they are more they are more willing to see that site compared to say a person from Asia or 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 North America. Something like that. Last but not least, when it comes to the local advertising, um, this is like an area where I feel like is the perfect example of combining the old and the new. Because when it comes to local advertising, uh, you can use traditional methods of advertising like uh, flyers or um, uh, billboards or uh, just like. T telephone advertising i don't know like just the traditional the traditional types of advertising but you can also use like google my business right where your business will appear on the search result or uh on the near me section you know that's where that's where uh the google my business comes into place and it's very interesting how you can use the the both worlds to your advantage and you don't you are not limited you're not limited to just using uh digital marketing you can also use like traditional marketing and it depends on it depends on your budget obviously but also it also depends on your target audience and what hobbies they have or what their lifestyles look like so when it comes to marketing it's not like right or wrong uh it ha you have to be very flexible that's what i learned you have to be very flexible and you have to think down to the t like you have to think of every possible detail that you could do to optimize your site and that you could do to help the search engine knows that your site is credible relevant and highly highly optimized um and the small details matters and the more that i learn about digital marketing the more that i feel like i'm heading the right direction because before even though i chose to major in communication and marketing i was not sure if i would be suitable for this type of information and knowledge um because truthfully speaking communication is so broad we can be talking about marketing but we can we can also be talking about language and human communication and just like science and the study of phonology things like that um but it also can be tech techno technological like involving digital marketing or um but it all comes down to like analyzing people's behaviors and 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 then using their using the insights the analytics the information that we know from our target audience to our advantage and that's what i learned um and it, 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 it's interesting because um i just finished my first year in college and in my first year for my major communication we learn about human communication like direct face to face offline communication um in a different principles that we can use to obviously build strong relationships with people in our offline lives but in the digital marketing course i learned about communication on a digital world on a more technical and more online presence so 
it has been tremendously fascinating for me about how to combine like the offline world and the online world and whether or not some of the principles and the communication uh, rules that I learned in college whether they can be applied to online presence as well and vice versa so I have been thinking about this for a while and I feel like it has been it's been very interesting so I really recommend you giving it a try. Um, if you if you don't major in communication or marketing, I feel like it's a great opportunity to just like learn about how things work, how Google works, how I don't know search engine works, and how then you can help optimize your site. If once one day you want to become a business owner or an advertiser or something like that, so yeah. With that being said, that's the end of the today's episode. I know it's a longer episode, um, but I hope you enjoy it. I hope you learn something from this, and I hope you um, take away something. And again, remember the initial message that I mentioned in the previous in in the beginning of this episode. You don't. It doesn't. You don't. You have control over your life regardless if it's your birthday or your or not. You know it all comes down to your mindset and so don't treat your birthdays as a too much of a special occasion i know it's a special occasion like i mentioned we celebrate it it's 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 a good thing there's nothing wrong with it but again don't let it limit you don't let it limit you and you can be every other day is also special right uh, waking up is special every other every, a, a new day is special so just like take advantage of it and yeah i don't know what to say but i hope you enjoyed thank you for listening um and i'll be seeing you again very soon with another episode and until then bye bye